Welcome to the Shoot the Breeze podcast with your host Vinny, Rob and Nello. This podcast contains strong language throughout. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody and welcome to episode number 50 of Shoot the Broadcast. Still coming to you from several locations. And need <laughs> the new jingle lads I ended yeah, very nice. Well done. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, what's what's happening? Is everybody getting on? Doing good. I'm all right. Not too bad. Yeah, got oh, the yeah. drone. Uh, yeah. You got the drone. Got Did the you? drone up there today. Yeah, for a few uh, for a few minutes. Nice out here on the south side. Little rivers and waterfalls and stuff. You know, so far not privy to, unless you got a jackal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's go crack. Um mostly just trying to figure out stuff like we done a a big move there on the weekend. Uh Sarah moved apartments, which was kind of stressful in the time of uh COVID nineteen because you're technically not allowed to be moving. But it was only five or ten minutes under all, but like it was uh, people kinda you get a lot of stuff. People have a lot of stuff like we've done the four or five runs trying to move an apartment, the one bedroom apartment. But yeah, that was my weekend, so I didn't get to do too much chilling and watching stuff. But uh how about you, Nello? Uh, no, not a huge amount. I just done all the front garden yesterday. Been doing some going on some runs. People keep tagging me in this fucking five K shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm uh that's what I was I was tired earlier on. I was like, oh, to go for a run again. And then I watched that um, CrossFit in Dubai thing. And then I'm, now I'm ready. I'm going to go. As soon as this is finished, I'm out the door. I'm going to go. <laughs> Buzzing. I want to try one. <laughs> watching that thing makes you want to train. What is it? It's it does, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's on the, is, is it on the CrossFit Games, is it? Uh, that one isn't. It's just a, an event in Dubai. Um, like a it's like a regional leading up to the games, but yeah, it, it looked fucking it looked tough. Like mm, very yeah, good. Yeah. Now, yeah, Karina watched it there the other week because we we both watched the uh, the other two. The the, yeah, the games ones, like you know, and they're they're fucking. They they do get you motivated. Well, they do, I don't know if they get you motivated, but they get you kind of looking at all those rich people being like, oh, I should I should do something. I should probably put that Easter egg down, like. <laughs> If you like doing that, why don't you start doing it with me when I go to the gym? Yeah, you, like you, were, you, you joined like a CrossFit gym thing there like last year, like yeah. And and that's so so and how much the crack now is it like? Obviously, it's closed, like because yeah, of well, the COVID situation, like so. But is it like a once because, a week thing, two three as no, many times you want? As many up to four days a week, and then the weekend, as far as an hour, just the gym is open for you to do whatever you want. But it's four classes yeah. a week, and then the weekend is whatever you fancy uh, for the hours that the gym is open. Now, because of my work situation, I've had to put the gym on the back burner, hence the running. But yeah, uh, I know that they, uh, they're, doing, they're doing CrossFit um, things up on their Facebook page every day, videos for people to do at home. Yeah. I feel a bit shitty about doing them when I'm not paying the subscription. So, I'm mainly <laughs> just going running and going on the bike. 
Yeah, well, I've been trying to that's, that's, that's a bit odd. That's a bit odd for people you to are... feel They're getting something for free, like. <laughs> I know, yeah. Very strange. Very strange. <laughs> but it, like people say, oh, it's a cult and and all that. It's, it's, <laughs> you can you can get sucked into it if you want, and if you're really into it, and people will happily jump on board with you. But if you just want to go and train three or four days a week, that's it's easy. It's fine. Yeah. You know? Nobody's. Yeah. No one's going to give you any shit. I think people just go on the whole CrossFit as a cool thing because it's like vegans. It's because they never shut the fuck up about it, like, you know? Exactly. So so I think that's the only reason why, like, I would take the piss out of somebody that does CrossFit because they don't shut the fuck up about doing CrossFit, like, you know? Yeah. But when you look at your man, Matt Fraser, that fella's a machine. Absolute tank, like. Yeah. Fucking unit, like. Can't, can't get over how how much uh, how fit he is, how strong he is. It's mad. Yeah, I might, uh, yeah. I might, and I might watch. Crane already watched it, like so. I'm gonna have to uh, watch it myself on these uh, on these evenings, like so. Mm. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, have to oh, yeah, well, that's it. Like, I need to start getting back. I need to start getting back doing stuff like that because I was doing uh, workouts and stuff, and. I've done them runs after you you sent us the message and we've done the five k like but like my body's just at the moment it's too heavy to run like <laughs> it's my legs were just, just do yeah. some of Joe Wicks things man yeah that's what I'm doing I've been yeah. doing like a little uh, couple of hit classes who, like yeah man who follows us on the page uh, on the podcast and listen to us uh, Dean uh, the personal trainer guy He's oh like, yeah yeah Dean. Yeah, Liam with Dean, then Pro PT, his uh, his Instagram page, he's putting up like little four and five exercise just bullet points. And yeah. uh, they're nice they're not hard exercises, just you just do as much rounds as you can. And then you go to your you go to like either tell yourself I'm gonna do five rounds or you go to fail. And they're good little workouts like all body weight stuff, push ups, sit ups, all that kind of stuff. I'm enjoying doing them, but I just haven't done it because the weekend, like, in fairness, moving is a fucking workout in itself. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's oh, a pain. Uh, I fucking oh. hate moving. Moving back from England was uh, probably the worst experience I've ever had. <laughs> Not the fact that, like, the only thing that kept me going was the fact that I was leaving England. <laughs> that was it. Because yeah. we had we had a container and a half full of shit. And yeah. Like moving it from the apartment to the storage unit, and then from the storage unit back to oil, and then from oil into the storage unit. Jesus. Yeah, because you didn't get the house straight away, so you just had to get kind of bounced nah, around. Nightmare. Nightmare. Sure, even that, like as I said, right. like. But anyway, yeah. So the only thing I have watched. Uh, in any kind of depth, apart from a couple of movies, which were really good. Um, I watched, uh, obviously, the Michael Jordan documentary is a big thing, considering... Yeah, everything. I'm only, I've only watched an episode and a half. Yeah, no, yeah I watched, uh, so watched the two yesterday. Mm, like, everything in my circle of, like, what I listen to, what I watch, what my friends talk about and stuff is very kind of basketball-related, so I had to watch it as soon as possible, because I knew all of my content that I consume would be consumed by it because there's no sports on. So literally every yeah, American, fair every American podcast is treating it like the Super Bowl was on on Sunday night, like, and everyone's talking <laughs> about it, and it's like, and it's all history, so everyone knows about it already. But it's, I think it's nice. The uh, it's being done really well. Yeah, that's a good point actually. Mm. 
Uh, right, yeah, I quite, uh, I quite liked it. It was good. Watched the, watched the two of them yesterday evening, so it was good. I liked it. It, it is, it is very well shot. Like, yeah, it, it, uh, apparently, it, it was just great that they had all that old archival footage. Like now, the mm. film crew was able to like get all this unprecedented access, kind of back in the day. Like you know, yeah. And apparently, the next few episodes are going to really show you how much of an arsehole he was as well. So that should be a. Uh, Interest because that's never documented how much of a kind of will to win person he was, and he was very hard on people. But it was only because he wanted him to be at his level. Like, but he's also a bit of a gambler. Like he went, he went to like Atlantic City in the middle of playoff games. So he played the Knicks on a on a Monday, he'd go to Atlantic City, gamble on a Tuesday, and then back and turn up on Wednesday for the games and all. Yeah, it is going to get quite interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it now. All right. It should be good. Right, lads, quick one. Yeah. While I have you. I need some stuff to listen to while I'm running. That isn't a podcast. Some decent um, playlists or something, or even an album that's good for running. Because I end up listening to the same stuff, and I'm never going to hear new shit if I don't. <laughs> um... If I don't ask you, because I'm not going to, I don't go out my way going, oh, I'll just try that. Because if I don't like it, well, I'm running. I'm not going to change it. So I just end up annoyed at myself because I'm listening. Depends crap. on what you like. What see? I've been, even though our group of friends take the piss out of it all the time. When I was out getting out, running, I was listening to your man fucking David Goggins' audio book. That's insane. Like absolutely insane. Yeah, his I'm, his story. I'm not mad on audio books when I'm out running. Yeah, I prefer um, to listen to music. I'd say the Warren Drugs album "Lost in a Dream" would be cool because it's kind of like a bit kind of runny in the way that like Bruce Springsteen's music would be upbeat but then it's kind of like scenic <laughs> as well so if you're, in, if, yeah, if you're into there, there's an album they have an album called Lost in a Dream it's a nice driving album I don't know what it would transfer to running but you can give it a shot okay I will how can I tag this alright yeah grand but then Vincent, uh, you, you go running a lot listen to I do, yeah. So I mainly listen to podcasts. At a very odd time, I'll listen to like some music. Like, but if I am going to listen to something like uh, Run the Jewels, I've been listening to a lot of them recently. Like, uh, they're pretty fucking. That's pretty good. Like to get you going. Just anything they've got. Like, there's a couple of there's a couple of good tunes from Run the Jewels um, that you could check out. It's kind of it's it's rap hip hop stuff. Like, is uh, it the second me. album or the third album? <laughs> Whatever one has got one in 2016. Like, yeah, I think it's 20. Like, there's a track called Ooh La La, which is fucking great, uh, featuring DJ Premier. Um, that's amazing. And then there's another track which I can't think of the name. Hold on. Run the Jewels. Uh, Ooh La La, where's uh, Nobody Speak. I can't see. Anyway, anyway, so at least I have Run the Jewels. And oh, it's 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 a new yeah, Run the Jewels. It's it's their newest single. It's called Ooh La La. Uh, oh, Nobody okay. Speak is another is another great one. Like you know, uh, they had the 2004 album. There's loads of great stuff on that album. Run the Jewels too. There's there's loads of great stuff on that album. All right, grand. So that's two albums now. I'm also yeah. I'm also listening to this like uh. I don't know if he's a French DJ. It could be just this could be just me being stereotyping. But a fella called uh, Todd Terje, 
like oh, Todd, yeah, Todd T-O-D-D, Terry. And then, yeah, he's got yeah, some T-O-D-D. Yeah, he's kind of like dance, kind of electro kind of stuff. But he's okay. he's got some, he's got some great shit. There's the like the one that everybody will know is that Inspector Norse track, um, but he's got loads of other good tracks as well, and they're quite good. They're yeah, quite Inspector good, Norse, kind of fancy stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for, so uh, I have those. I have those three albums downloaded now because yeah. I only run for about forty-five minutes. So yeah, the, like I said, I'm only on the, about six or seven k. The War on Drugs album will be a bit more chilled, but it's got a it's driven by a real kind of like, you know, very steady drum beat. So like if you're kind of keeping a nice little pace, you should be all right. Yeah. But if you're looking for something to push you more, probably go on the rapper dance side of things. Fair enough. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff, fellas. Oh um I don't right. I put the we put the thing out during the week about like what the people want us to talk about and our, our good main mark. Uh, wrote in and said COVID-19 conspiracies so what's the weirdest one you've heard so far <laughs> if any uh, weirdest one <laughs> so weirdest uh, we, we should probably talk about the whole uh, Keeling's fruit uh, take <laughs> like <laughs> flying in like what, 160 170 people into Dublin to pick fruit now yeah. this like I just kind of want to get your guys opinions on it I have an opinion on it uh, Opinion on it is like yeah, it's kind of seems a bit bad form. That like, but like they obviously it, they didn't just do this out of nowhere. They obviously went through like some relevant channels, like and and they said they got everybody tested and blah blah blah. And my point it was people are kind of giving out, and I think it was like misdirected anger. People are getting mad at them for bringing in people in the middle of a pandemic, but at the same time. Like nobody, no, no, and they're saying there's loads of one that would love to do that, but people in Ireland don't generally do that. No matter, like, you know, saying, what the fuck is all that noise? What are you doing, Nello? <laughs> I'm just moving, I can't hear it. Yeah, oh, there's fucking <laughs> banging and shit going on. That's all you can hear. Right. Start, okay. keep, it, keep yourself but, still. Yeah, there, no, will you? Just, yeah, yeah, like, I. Is that better? Yeah, uh, yeah, like my thing is like okay. people weren't getting taken these jobs, like in the last recession and all that stuff when healings were were hiring people to pick fruit, whatever. Irish people don't do it now. I don't know what their wage rate is like, and if they're there's all these are speculation rumors that they're not getting paid minimum wage, that they're on like four quid an hour and all this sort of stuff. So, and again, it's just people feeding in bullshit that nobody knows the actual facts which is just more fake news speculation bullshit yeah i think well, what um, is your what what what, what are your i have a, a quite unique experience in this in that when okay. i was an apprentice um the company i worked for closed down shut shop and there was a few months where we had no work so i actually got a job in keely's now it was more winter time and it was a horrifically shitty job yeah Perfect. i worked a night shift picking rot- rotten apples off a conveyor belt jesus in a in a fridge you used to go out at three o'clock in the morning to warm up it was freezing <laughs> yeah and there was so not so like tough, tough, people tough, the warehouse. Job, tough working conditions yeah there was about 80 or 90 people in the in the refrigerate refrigerated warehouse and yeah. I was the only Irish person in the warehouse. Okay. Yeah. And when, when was that? 
that was to that was the last crash. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I don't went bang. Two thousand seven, so, two thousand eight, nine. It was, was my Europeans, and they were all like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" I was like, "Mate, I just need I need the money." Because at the time, I was like, "Oh, will I go on the dole?" And then they were like, "Oh, you you have to get means tested." And oh, if all your parents are working. We can give you about 24, 25 euro a week. And I was like, fuck that. So I went yeah. key, got having Keelys. And then a few weeks of doing the um, the fridge work, I eventually got into another part, which was on days where you get the orders for all the restaurants and hotels and pubs around Dublin or out and, and further beyond. And you'd pick what they needed in the kitchens for that day. And they go out in the morning. Or the following morning yeah. or whatever, and that was it was still uh, hard work, but it was all right, you know, that kind of way. But yeah. I can guarantee you, 90% of Irish people would not do that kind of shit. No, yeah, the money, they're offering my, nine to uh, 11 euro. Yeah, so that's what we're going to say. What, what, what money were you on? I think I was on about. 10 or 11 euro an hour. I can't yeah, remember right. exactly, but I know it was enough to keep me ticking over until I got back into my apprenticeship. Right. So, you, so right. So let's so let's dispel the first myth then. Number one, you were on at least, if not more, than minimum wage. Yeah. Grants, right. Yeah. That's one myth that everybody is going shouting on about being like. The only reason why they're getting all these people there to do is because they don't pay minimum wage. I think that that is illegal in Ireland for them to try and do that. Like apart from apprenticeships or whatever, but pretty sure it's illegal to like have somebody working for less than minimum wage. It is, yeah. But I, would, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the exact law, but I'm assuming a company as big as Keelings would be definitely shown up for it if it, you know, if it if it was the case. And yeah, was a. A time ago, well, I was doing some deliveries, and I was telling you about this, Vinny, before. I delivered the Keelys. The, whoever, some of the seasonal workers ordered something, and I was delivering it. And you go in, and there's all these um, kind of prefabricated living areas where the seasonal yeah. workers stay. And it's off the beaten track. Everyone, like, they're, they're on their own. They have, like all the couches and pool tables and all that kind of stuff. They go from there to the fields, then they go back to there. And I saw someone, people were sharing that video, uh, picture of like 30 or 40 people at the bus stop and they were saying it was outside JC's, saying the keys yeah. dropped them there or they were waiting on a bus back and all. And then someone else pointed out that that picture was taken from two years ago. Yeah, exactly, yeah. A lot of shit. Yeah, but see, that's the thing as well. Like, and I'm hearing a lot of people being like, uh, you know, how dare they, you know, bring, like, the only argument I think anyone has to stand on is the whole distancing thing. I don't, I don't think they work. Like, I know for a fact there's lads that, you know, are definitely taking the mick out of this COVID payment situation. There's lads that are definitely on the dole that, like, you know, were probably on it for the last fucking year or so and they're not arsed going out and getting work like that. So I, I personally yeah. think, look, if people are willing to do it, it's it's like when everyone used to give people shit when, for want of a better like term, like foreign people start coming to Ireland doing jobs. It was like, 
no one like if you want to do the job, fucking you go and do the job. Like don't be sitting on your hole and not getting any money. Like it's like, like you know that would you, be hard graft picking yeah. through all days on the hard graft. And these lads, these do every year. They're good at it and they're fast. <laughs> yeah. If they got a lot of Irish people in, they would have to tra- like. I know people are like, what the fuck do you need training for? You would have to get trained because you don't want to be picking stuff that's too uh, that's not right, and you don't want to be picking stuff that's um, that looks off or anything like that. These lads, they get, they will get through tons of it a day, and mm, it takes yeah. weeks for Irish people to get as good as them. Yeah, it's just not so that like, And they're coming yeah, from so a country that has fuck all cases and fuck all debts. They should be shitting themselves coming over here. <laughs> yeah, we yeah have I, I, I think they have all together. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think, it, I think it was just people love to be outraged and people love to be outraged especially if there's like some other shit going on so yeah, like if there's a legitimate it, excuse to be outraged yeah exactly but people love just to be outraged at like nothing like yes okay they got they brought these people over but at the same time there was no Irish people like Keelings came out and said that they put up like notifications or posts that they were looking for uh, seasonal fruit pickers or whatever and they got like 20 responses or something like that, or 30 responses. It was a re it's, I don't know the exact figure, but I just remember hearing it in the news that I think it was a very I heard 27, 27 uh, replies in three weeks. Yeah, well, there you go. So uh, everyone going on being like, oh, there's thousands of students that would only love to get paid to fucking not work. A chance. Oh, no, no, there's no, no, there's not. No, there's, there's no. absolutely not. Like, where are the thousands of people looking for it? Like, there's not. They're, it's bullshit. They're, like, they're quite happy enough to sit on their hole and get get either their dole or get this COVID-19 payment or maybe not. Maybe Maybe they're not getting any money at all and they're just getting money off their folks or whatever but like there's not thousands of people like queuing up like at any sort of place to get a job there's not there's a lot of people are quite happy sitting on their hole doing fuck all yeah so that, yeah. that pissed me off at the same time and then also it's it's another one of these things where like it's the same when like foreigners coming in and go and work in mcdonald's let's say and then it's like oh it's terrible stealing our jobs being like well then would you work in mcdonald's and they're like oh no christ i'd never work there and being like, well, well then, then shut the fuck, shut the fuck up, fuck up. Like, exactly yeah totally <laughs> That's my view, and I'm always like, I always try to say like that. If you like, obviously this is a different time, but I I always argue with people, and I've had friends that don't have jobs, and I know a lot of musicians that are kind of like, like they wouldn't. They're like, well, I'm a musician. I'm like, that's grand, but like, I would, if I didn't have a job, I would try work as hard to get a job. Like, if you don't have a job, you should be working like forty hours a week to try get a job, doing bits and pieces. Yeah. You know, that's that's my take on it. It's like if you. If you instead of sitting around and like you know figure it out, get get I, I understand this the scenarios that people are all stuck under and some people can't work or whatever. But like if you're if there's nothing stopping you from getting out there and trying to get a job, like you shouldn't be sitting around on your ass waiting for one to find you. Same with my dad. Uh, about probably about ten years ago, got redundancy, yeah. and he was there for about. I think about, he took a month or two and had a couple of holidays and all the rest and had a nice time and all the rest. And then every Monday to Friday, he'd wake up at around half eight and from nine o'clock till 4 p.m., he'd look for a job until he yeah. got one. That was it. Yeah. He had the back, up, the back bedroom, had his laptop and all the paperwork and all that. And he used to just look for jobs all day until he got one. Yeah. And it's the same. Yeah. 
like, I have worked some shitty jobs and I'm only 30 and I've worked some shit jobs. <laughs> yeah. But it's because at the time, like this is the first time I've ever had to get um, like the COVID payment. This is the first time I've ever had to get any assistance from the government. Yeah. And hopefully it won't be for long. Exactly. Yeah, but that's but, the thing. Like your, you, your situation is obviously a bit different, but like, that, that's the thing like right now. I know for a fact there's people, like there's lads scamming that system left, right and centre. I'd say there's people abroad and everything that are just jumping on that boat, like bringing back home, being like, all right, yeah, my job's gone. <laughs> I had to get certain, I had to get paperwork saying the, the reason was because of COVID-19 from my yeah. employer. Well, I'm on the, we're currently on the, um, we're on that 80, 70% fulfilment thing, yeah. Which I just think is an absolute masterstroke because, <laughs> they cut us to 50% hours and then they decided to get the government to bail out 70% of that 50% wages, which is just yeah. incredible business, but very, very shit on people that lost their jobs. Like, I know, yeah. That's been increased now apparently to 80 or 85% this week. Is it? Yeah. Well, I heard I was now... Just trying to keep more... Just trying to keep people on the register, like on the actual job register, yeah. And did you see this thing Simon Harris was saying that he doesn't, like, I don't know exactly what he was saying, but I know the Irish Fitness Association were going bananas yesterday over this thing that he was saying could be towards the end of the year, even early next year before back to full capacity, allowing people in, like. Jeez. Yeah. That could be ropey. What was that? What was yeah, the Irish? Irish Fitness Association. I think it is, isn't it? Um, yeah, it is, yeah. The Irish Vintners, so, yeah, because basically <clears throat> Simon Harris made that statement in an interview. Yeah, it was like uh, off the cuff. It wasn't like to do with medical advice or the public health advice or anything. It was just his personal opinion. Yeah, so he, he made that opinion in an interview in the Sunday Independent or the Sunday Times or something like that. Uh, so he he didn't like say it to, like, it wasn't like... The Vintners weren't like briefed of it or anything like that. It was basically he said it, and then the new uh, on Monday morning or on Sunday morning, every uh, people reading the newspaper, or whatever, and Vintners reading the newspaper, being like, "What the fuck? What are you? What are you talking about? Like that? There's the pubs probably won't be open until like next year." So that's why all the Vintners and all the pub owners and landlords were up in arms over the over the. Uh, on Monday and Tuesday, basically going bananas, being like, "Whoa, what the fuck? You can't just make a sweeping statement like that without yeah. any like, where's your evidence or where's your, where's your? Because because basically, like, and and, and it like it is like we, we we don't know when the pubs are going to open again, and this is only just one like one industry, but we don't know when the pubs are going to open again. But you'd imagine it's going to be a, like it's still a couple of months off, like you know, but to say yeah, it's one in, but it is next year, like it's just you're kind of putting your scaremongering, like you yeah, know? but also at the same time, where how do you feel about honesty, right? And obviously, this affects your industry as well. Like, how do you genuinely yeah. feel about a hundred to two hundred people gathering in a place within the next two months? I don't personally feel confident in that being a thing, and that takes us up to like nearly the end of summer. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, so I have, yeah, they're like part of me for like 
just just thinking like for like safety reasons or whatever yeah it's probably like the pubs more than likely won't open during the summer the other part of me though really hopes that they do open like during the summer so that we can have some points in, in the pub and it'll all be lovely like yeah but that's just because yeah. i'd like to like not not that like but like Irish pubs and socialising in pubs is a huge part of our culture, like, you know. So for us not it's to be massive. able to do that, but for like, yeah, this is like the longest period that, I'd like, well, I, I can remember, and I don't think I'd like. Ha, has this ever happened before in terms of like pubs not being able to operate, like ever in the history of the state? Has this that, ever like, like a person so. like the Ryzen or something like that, like you know? Yeah, but, that's like, what I'm aware of. Like, like honestly, yeah. So, like, for something that is such a massive part of our culture to then not be allowed to open and not allowed kind of, like, function or whatever, it's a, it is a big fucking deal, you know? Kind of people may, like, people may laugh at me, like, oh, it's only fucking pubs, like, you know? But at the same time, yeah, it's only pubs, but it's a massive part of kind of what, like, our culture and what we're kind of used to and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's a, it is, it's, 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 it's a steep learning. It's the biggest socialize. As a nation, like it's stereotypical, but a lot of how we socialize is around pubs and restaurants. That's yeah. how that's oh, we don't have the weather to a beach, and we don't have the weather to go, and we don't have the infrastructure, all these amazing parks and stuff. Like, we can go yeah. hiking and all, but a lot of the time, our social aspect of life involves going to a pub or going to a restaurant, having a few drinks, having food, and sitting yeah. around and, and conversing. That's what we yeah. do. And that's oh, one of the things I, 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 like, I'd be quite worried about, um, like, what actually happens to these businesses now? If it, like, how long can certain, I know pubs, pubs make a lot of money, but how long can certain pubs actually stay open for, or, sorry, how, how long can they stay alive for despite being closed? Like, is it three months, four months, five months? Like, like how long can you actually go until you're paying rent, especially pubs in the middle of Dublin? Like, imagine, like, I know they're multi-billion backings and stuff, like, that place like Camden just opened up. That's massive. And now it's like, you know, yeah. it's shut down. All these places in town that have these massive uh, bills, obviously, for rent that don't own the buildings. Like, how much longer yeah. can they actually actually survive until they're like, you know what, lads, we're closed. Like, and we're just, we won't be reopening. Like, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, that, like, that is going to happen to a lot of places. There will be a lot of places that just won't open. Like, they're, like that's it. They're, like, they're not, not just pubs, but there's going to be restaurants and cafes and stuff like that that just won't open they like after this thing if it goes on for like another two months three months like before places get out back open again all these places just won't be able to physically have the money to open back up again they won't be able to have the money to get stock in to pay staff to pay whatever yeah. their insurance rates all that sort of stuff that's it so it is going to really people need to watch like yeah there needs to be loads of plan, different strategies put in place for different outcomes. Yeah. From different uh, government departments to see what's the quickest way we can get everything back open where it's safe to do so. Yeah, because they're talking about now in the States. Stagger it. Because eventually it's going to be mainly old uh, nursing homes that are going to be the most affected places. Mm-hmm. So there's like, like if, if, you, if you can get it down to that, I know the 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 or not number is less than one now, I think. Just below one. Yeah. Which is good. But I don't know. I yeah, just, no, like, I think I think it's at one and once it once it drops below one, then it's like then they're kind of seeing the it. Then, then for that's a new insane, like, 
we're in the aviation industry and if Ireland decides it's going to be a few months before it pushed back open and other countries around Europe say, no, well, we're going to open up earlier than that, a lot of people are going to, going to go away. True. Which is good for us. True, yeah. Like, I was talking to one of the lads that does our pricing and a uh, good friend of mine, like, and I was, like, I was saying to him, how do you imagine someone's going to jump back on a plane? Like, we're going to have full flights to the States come September or October and he was like, but we're going to because he's like, the, the company aren't going to let it fail. They're going to charge... You know they won't charge a lot of money. They'll just fill the flight. So if it means if it means a flight to New York for like you know two hundred euro each way or three or one fifty each way, they'll they'll do it. Like because it's going to be that desperate. But I suppose once you start dangling low hanging fruit like that in front of people, they they're going to grab it. Like people are going to say, "Fuck it, I'll take That's a chance." True. You know, and especially if other countries are a lot more open than um, than Ireland is. If Ireland say right, pubs will be open then. Worst case scenario, November December. Restaurants the month or before that or something like that. Yeah. People would be like, August, get me the fuck out of here for a week. <laughs> you know what I mean? You might not be wrong. You might or not be wrong. Because yeah. people are going to, companies are trying to get people to take their annual leave anyway. Yeah. I'm in the middle of mine at the moment, which I had scheduled to go somewhere, which I obviously couldn't go. So I'm happy to be not, like, I'm happy to be out at, like, nowhere near the fucking airport at the moment. Yeah. And, uh, but apparently we're, we're now going to start taking one day leave um, a week that you're rostered because they want everyone to take their leave now basically yeah oh, most places are, yeah it has to be done though yeah so I understand that that was a good COVID rant for the episode the, <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and here what's the crack like what, what is the like capacity of the airport now like what, what's what's it doing is there like is there anybody up there is there any is there like 10 flights a day or less yeah. or what yeah they're talking 9 or 10 flights a day and then obviously the Chinese the the um, the flights to China that are that are doing a lot of the uh, PPE gear like I know Hainan have flights going um, obviously Aer Lingus have that that flight operating there. I think they're doing nearly four four flight, f- flights a day and then I think it's Jesus. very yeah, it's very limited. Um, though, as I said, I haven't been up there now, and you know, after being isolated for a couple of weeks and then being on leave, but that I think they're doing at least two or three a day anyway, and then some days they'd be doing four or five to that for that PPE flight, and then there's yeah. just kind of like your London, Manchester, like a couple of European, but there's not much. Like you're talking eight flights, nine flights. Like it's hard to even justify having more than any stock because no one's gone on the flights they're mainly being used for cargo yeah you know yeah that's, that's what I was going to say like so like uh, although you're kind of on this little kind of break kind of thing for the next while when like when you go back to work are you going to be going back to work like I will be but I'll be going back at a 50% capacity so 20 right, okay. 20 hours a week 20 hours a fortnight Right, okay. So it's not and then the government are backing up the rest of the pay. Like so it's 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 not like look, I'm I'm very grateful to still have a job because I'm yeah. in a, an industry that it's it's very likely we won't. So that's why I'm hoping to see the other end of this quicker than rather sooner rather than later, or else I'll be starting to try to do more freelancing or something like that. But who knows? You know, you don't know what's gonna come down the line. Yeah. Anyway, on that note, fellas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We have reached the, um, the time on Zoom. 
the time yeah. in my IRLZ. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll jump into some uh, coronavirus conspiracy theories next week and we'll answer a couple more of your questions next week. Uh, but yeah, just before we go, don't forget to like and leave an out rating to, and subscribe to the Shoot the Breeze podcast uh, wherever you get your podcast fix from on Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Shoot the Breeze Podcast. We are on Insta- or Twitter at Breeze underscore podcast. And send an email with any uh, questions or comments on the podcast or any suggestions for topics you have to the Shoot the Breeze Podcast at gmail.com. But until next week, guys, thank you all very much for stopping by and checking out this episode. Uh, stay safe out there. Uh, look after one another. Don't be a cunt. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Good stuff.